0: Awakening the faithful, reaching the lost, and making church matter. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. If you love your parish, listen to this podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Rebuilt
1: Podcast. I'm Kelly, joined by Tom Corcoran today. And today we're going to be talking about a brand new program that we just started uh, in the midst of our COVID quarantine. It's called Starting Point. How you doing, Tom? Good, Kelly. I didn't even say, how are you? I just was so <laughs> excited about this topic. Good, are you?
2: That's good. Yeah. I'm glad you're excited. This is a crazy... Why are you so excited?
1: Well, you know, I, I, I'll try to be brief. Um, when I was 30 years old, I was invited to a Bible oh, that's study. That's good. a story time with Kelly. Story time. <laughs> and I was the cradle Catholic who didn't really act like a Christian at all. I just went to church every Sunday, and I was around 30. I had a new baby and a two-year-old, and I got invited to a Bible study, and I went, and I heard Andy Stanley speak for the first time, and it, Andy Stanley is a pastor at North Point Community Church in Atlanta, Georgia. It's a non-denominational, um, huge, huge church, multiple campuses, but Andy just has a way of speaking to people that, Tom, I think both you and I have tried to emulate. He's just is so relevant he, mm-hmm. he makes the gospel so relevant to our lives and, and not necessarily emulate how he speaks but just the idea of making the gospel relevant making the bible relevant and it was the first time i'd heard it that way it was the first time i left somewhere thinking like oh i'm supposed to do that i'm supposed to act like jesus i'm supposed to try to talk to people who are outcasts well i don't like to do that mm-hmm. you know and so um that that feeling that i i was just so excited about it i was just so excited to hear like oh faith is relevant and helpful and it makes my life better i i didn't know that i thought it was a burden and and so andy stanley is the writer of starting point and it's like the quintessential um making faith relevant and explaining things in a really easy clear way to understand cool yeah I was never the same after that. <laughs> there you go. This never was last year. You said right? No. When oh, when I was thirty, yeah, <laughs> six months ago. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Ugh, seventeen years ago. I hey, like. Wow. I was not.
2: I was trying to.
1: I'm not. I don't care. I sh- okay, you don't me. care. It doesn't no. bother
2: you. Okay. No, no, no. There no. you go. I, I was not going anywhere near that. I was trying to make a joke. But anyway, go ahead.
1: That's the time when I became a Christian. Okay. I think. There and you go. So it's just. Anyway, he just explains <laughs> it. You, you like him too? Like, what do you like about Andy? Stand up. Yeah. I
2: mean, I think, uh, I mean, a- Andy is, uh, my hero. Um,
1: oh, awesome. <laughs> so, so we both have a crush on Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: wouldn't put it that way. No. Um, I mean, but B, I, I mean, it goes back and I shared this at, at a, with, on one of the webinars is a talk that Andy gave, um, in 2006. So, um, at a conference, I went to the drive conference and it's the closing of the 2006 drive conference and
1: story time with Tom. Um, I don't know this story.
2: Yeah. I mean, well, I, I'll, I'll be quick. I mean, I won't, but just that you said that's where you became a Christian. That's where I became a church worker in the mm-hmm. sense of this is who I, he talked about how the church, the problem of the church is so relevant. The problem is people think it has nothing to offer and we're going to change that. And, um, that whole conference was unbelievably amazing. That's a whole story in itself. And mm-hmm. some of it shared a little bit in tools for a rebuilding book, I believe, or no, rebuilding your message book. Um, but uh it, it, yeah i just that's where i became like oh this is what my life's about <laughs> i that's where you, i decided you
1: thought this was just like a no i pausing was point no you, i was or? still
2: in it i mean I, I mean i've been in it for a long 2006 i've been working in a church for almost for about nine years at yeah, that point yeah. um and so obviously wasn't but it's like oh this is what the rest of my life's about mm, and awesome so anyway i, I play that clip um every once in a while just to, to fire myself up Where and is i, I still can weep like it was funny i was playing it for david mackle who works as a co see you know chief operating officer and i'm like trying not to cry wow and weep as wow. i hear it and, like i'm trying to be tough like i can't <laughs> cry in front Tom, of Tom. tough but, guys cry um yeah and yeah i can give, i give yeah and uh so anyway that's that that is why mm. i i you know and andy i'd say is yeah is incredible leader and appreciate him and so but even all that, though, is not, you know, we do starting point. Um, I again, we kind of copied this from them too is we want to be a church on church people like, you know, right. that and that it's an environment for spiritually curious people. And I guess that's true. What I would say, even though Saddleback kind of turned me on to it, North Point when another church turned me on that we have to be a church that exists for people who don't like church and to just have that kind of in our blood,
1: right? And that's who we're after,
2: and um. And and again, I guess like somewhat for me, it's, um, again, it's so important. It's like I see so many friends, especially from college, that I probably have lost touch with now. But that, uh, again, who people who don't have a relationship with Christ in the church, and it's kind of quotes Fulton Sheen, some, most people, they don't have a relationship with, with the church or don't appreciate what the church says, not because of what it does teach, but because of misconceptions mm. or misconceptions about God, and that right. God has not been presented really well to them. Right, and right. And that drives me crazy
1: that drives me nuts <laughs> so too.
2: so the starting point is just an environment where people can ask questions about faith mm-hmm. they can be spiritually honest i love that in some of the training for this that yeah. um you know the church should be the best place to have conversations about faith and about Absolutely. god and often it's not to <laughs> seen it's in not, that light right. um so yeah i also you know i guess about starting point i love how they do the scales like to think of people on a spirituality scale from negative 10 to positive 10. And Mm -hmm. negative 10 is obviously the most ardent God hater or atheist, however you want to put that. God hater or atheist. Two different things. Yeah, sometimes, I think. (laughs) And then – um you know the positive scale you know your your biggest christian hero as they say whoever that might be mm-hmm. um we both might say annie stanley you know <laughs> positive 10 um but you know or, or rick warren or whoever you think mm-hmm. it is mother Teresa, or whoever pope john paul ii no, saint john paul um but they, the the starting point is from the negative six to the positive three is kind of how they say it now however but, but, you want to find that
1: that's who starting point is four. yeah someone okay. who's on the
2: negative six scale yep. like to positive three. And again, I guess Mm -hmm. they didn't really define how much that is. So,
1: well, you know, what's interesting too, though, is we, we probably have a lot of positive threes, right? Um, I think maybe you're going to get to that later, but even sometimes I'm a positive three, sometimes I'm a positive seven or eight, but then sometimes I slide back to the positive three and that's going back to the people that we're trying to reach the lost people, the people that are unchurched. I've been asked, or I ask myself and I've been asked like, why do you care so much about the lost? Like why, and I have to remind myself because I I think I forget, but I care because I am lost.
2: <laughs> that's
1: right. And I well, know a lot of people who are lost. And I've also experienced times when I'm not lost. And I know what that feels like. And I want that for everybody yeah, on that's the earth.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, I think. Yeah, I mean, we we'll all get lost from time to time. I mean, right. I think that's or you realize. How, yeah, you do get lost. You do wander off, and you know, mm-hmm. my wander, my heart, Lord, I, I, I feel it, prone to wander, prone to leave the God I love. Right, one of the, one of the mm-hmm. old hymns. It's definitely me. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think if the more you're in touch with how you get lost yourself, that you get lost, right. even knowing what we know and believing it to our core, we want other people to know that as well. So. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. so it, we wanted to do this for a while because we didn't really have an environment. We kind of solved it as a whole in our system, right? There wasn't yeah, no a real for sure. place for people to kind of get a comprehensive view of the gospel. You know, we try to obviously teach the gospel every single week, but kind of in a, take people on a journey that's specific right. about that. Um, I, You know, for us, we started, we were between kind of alpha and starting point. Uh, I think alpha is the kind of the same idea.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's trying to be a place for people who have questions about faith to come. Right. Um, we went with starting point just because, yeah, we're, 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 we're fans, of of, fans. of, of Andy yeah. and North point. And, and quite honestly, I do think, you know, I think in all ministry, you find a voice of who, what voice represents you the best. Mm. Um, and, and I, I think I talked about this. We were talking about branding as a parish, uh, in, um, on the communication small group that we had going on. We've had going on, um, we had going on in June and, and May, uh, it was more May. Anyway, um. But you have a certain voice, and there's certain people are going to speak to you and are are like your voice. And so we we went to Saddleback, and Saddleback, we love Saddleback, we love Rick. But it was Southern California, right? Rick Warren's voice is really very far from Father Michael's voice, and even my own, you know. Like, there's just Rick is Rick, and there's a sort of people, and you might have that personality and be more like Rick. We kind of note how Rick and Warren and Cardinal Dolan are very similar personalities, right? Big bear hug, big personalities, big bear hug. But that's not Father White, you <laughs> <No>. know, <laughs> and that's not me. And, uh, you know, so, but North Point, we felt like their voice and who they're talking to is very mm. similar to us. Yes. So anyway, and yep. I think in ministry, that's what we have to find is who, who is the same well, voice yeah. and, and learn from them, right? Yeah. And while developing our own voice, by the way, and our own style right. stuff. But in this, we didn't want to reinvent the wheel. We thought like we could make our own program, but yeah, let's but use why? Alpha a yeah. starting point. They're already yeah. doing it.
1: and they're And they're good. And they're good. Yeah, I like to say that that person speaks my language. Like, that's what I would say about Andy. Like, he speaks my language. I hang on every word. I get what he's saying. And so he, yeah, he speaks to me.
2: I think just as a side note mm. for anybody, I think, at least I've struggled this at times as someone who tries to communicate the gospel. I'm like, well, why do I need to do it? Andy does it a lot better than me. You know what I mean? Like, right, or Rick right, Warren right. does a lot better than uh, me. All these other people do it a lot why. better than me. Mm. But I will be able to say it in ways other people can hear that that's they right. will not. So Absolutely. I think, you know, so I, I think sometimes if again if you're a communicator you're sometimes like man other people said it so much better and that's where you have to find your own unique voice your own unique personality you sharing your story me sharing my story Mm -hmm. but then to not be afraid because you will you will hit somebody
1: you will hit somebody that's right
2: um so we're still under like this point one here, but uh, that's good introduction. This is all introduction. <laughs> the yeah, whole first it's... segment is our introduction. Oh dear. We um, better move
1: along. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I think there's
2: only one other note that we didn't yeah. say. Uh, well, one, we launched it because we said never wait, two more notes. We never waste a crisis, right? That.
1: Yeah. See, we wanted to launch it. Tom and I had been t- throwing it around a little bit. I was actually studying it because I thought you were going to say, let's do our own. And so I was, I ordered the book and I was studying it and thinking about what ours would look like. Hmm. And then um, it just, struck me in the middle of COVID like well this is the time to do it we have all these new people joining us online and and so this would be the time to connect with some of those people and start this program and so so we did and uh and that's that's why we did we thought it was the right timing was right yeah. never waste a crisis There's never a waste a crisis <laughs> uh
2: well just one other thought now I think we'll move to break mm-hmm. is that you know I think what's come to me again is about evangelization is that so much of the mentality before or at times I think people are afraid of evangelization is because the starting point often that people think is we're trying to convince people we're right Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and that I'm right you're wrong yeah and of course who wants to be entering that kind of conversation you know I mean again there's times I really want people to say yeah you're right Tom (laughs) that's like my three favorite words you're right (laughs) um but not I love you but you are right so um (laughs)
1: Well, we know your love language. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but we're not trying to convince people we're right. We're just trying to bring, bring them in a relationship with Jesus. We're yeah. just trying to share this relationship we have. And I think that's, again, the starting point of starting point. And again, I don't know as much about Alpha, but I'm sure it is too. Again, it's not trying to convince people we're right, it's yeah. trying to bring people in a relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus Christ and have an encounter with Jesus Christ. So
0: Awesome. We'll be right back after this break. Want to learn more about the church that started the Rebuilt Movement? You can find even more content by following Father Michael on Twitter at Nativity Pastor and check out the pastor's blog at nativitypastor.tv. There you will gain exclusive access to insider information about everything happening behind the scenes at Church of the Nativity and get helpful tips about parish life. Again, follow Father Michael on Twitter at Nativity Pastor and subscribe to his blog at nativitypastor.tv.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Rebuilt Podcast. Today, Tom and I are talking about a new program for us. It's not a new program, but a new program for us that we started in the middle of this quarantine time. It's called Starting Point, and uh, we'd like to share with you in this second half of the podcast just some lessons that we've learned from doing this kind of program. We've never done anything like this before. We have a class for a class, quote unquote class for new Catholics, but we've never had a, a class where you can just explore Christianity and right. who Jesus is and what forgiveness means. And yeah, all I all think that. there's
2: a good, that's a good point though. I think right there, Kelly, that you know, we call it vantage point, RCIA mm-hmm. in most places. Right. It really is. And I think people do try to create more of a, an environment where people can ask questions, but it really more is on the track to, okay, you're going to receive the sacrament at at, right at, at uh, Holy Saturday, right. So that's yeah. that's sort of that track. This is meant to just kind of put all that away, yeah, and just like let's just have a conversation.
1: Yeah, the goal in mind here is is much more casual, like you said. Yeah. Like you just want them to move that one degree from minus four to minus two, yeah, right, or two degrees closer to being a believer. Yeah, and
2: obviously in the Jesus. more they grow, the better. But that's right. Again, you don't have the kind of for lack of again the lack of a the kind of pressure of a sacrament right right? that's right
1: well because then you have to go over you have to go over some of the dare i say rules the rules around it and and so this is just a way for someone who is like you said a negative four to really you can't go into rules with your negative four well or
2: also if i'm already confirmed catholic who's left you know they talk about this is for seekers um uh, search uh, what is it seekers no, I have it right in my notes seekers, starters and, returners. seekers yeah. starters and returners if I'm a returner and I've already been confirmed I don't need to go into um an RCIA class it doesn't make sense so right this is a, that's the idea. right
1: that's right so it's offering something for someone who wouldn't go into RCIA yeah.
2: but we kind of felt like again we needed this in our system it was a hole in our kind of plan yeah so, yeah um so we've been talking about what things we're learning so we've been just just to sh- tell people what we've been doing um we have a big huge zoom room yep and uh it can call it up to 300 people we're not even close to that right now and kelly you've been mostly kind of i
1: open it up and introduce what we're going to be talking about that day and maybe um revisit what we talked about the previous week and then we pray and jump into watching the video together
2: right and there's an eight-week curriculum and um so we have we already talked about Andy so i think we okay. show any I think that's kind of worked uh, starting point suggested not north point suggested mm-hmm. not showing the video but i think i think it's just so important to watch something get everyone important. on the same pa- yeah. same page mentally and
1: the timing of when you're watching it if you watch it say you're preparing on wednesday for it and you watch it wednesday like after we watch the video they're so compelling you're like fired up after the video <laughs> you know most of the time we go into our room and we're all like Wow, our breakout room on Zoom—we're just like, whoa! I've—and this is what we say every time. This is what everybody says. I've never heard it said that way. Oh, really? Okay. I wish someone had said that when I was twelve. That way, so um, there. I think there is value to watching the video together right before you have the discussion.
2: Yep. and I know. Yeah, so we do that. Uh, I've I've enjoyed that as well. Uh, one of the things they talk about in the training, which are some videos we got from Starting Point from North Point, um, North Point on Starting Point was uh, the five thresholds of faith. And I just want to share these because I thought they were yeah, really good. Yeah, these are good. good. Mm-hmm. You know, the first one is that you trust a Christian. Now, I'll go through the five, and I just want to go back to that trust the Christian. Uh, number one is you trust a Christian. Number two, you become curious about faith. Number three, you're open to change. Number four is seeking after God. And number five is entering into a relationship with God. So those are kind of the, the, the five thresholds they talk about and they kind of talk about starting point really being the first one of trusting a christian and i was so good okay what do you want to add to that i'm just
1: saying i just i see my journey towards that bible study that i talked about at the beginning Uh of the podcast that i i see my journey the first person the first christian that i trusted uh was about a year before that bible study and i knew she was a christian because the way she talked and, and then I just became very curious about the way she talked and the way she behaved and how happy and content she was. And huh. her answer to anything that I was struggling with was, I'll pray for you. And I'd, no one had ever said that before. And I did think it was weird, but then I began to try. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But I'm not afraid to be weird now because I know where it led me, right? Uh-huh. So it led me to trust her and then it led me to become curious about my faith.
2: And so how about the last three being open to change, seeking after God, and entering a relationship with
1: God? So I guess the being open to change was, uh, you know, I, that one I probably have always been open to. I just didn't know how. Even like when I when even when I was in college and left college, I was like, there has to be more than this. And the seeking, I've always been seeking, but I didn't find it until that Bible study.
2: Yeah, I think the seeking after God is probably, and obviously it's breaking this down, and they're like, it's, yeah. not, nothing's, it's not science, as they right. say. But, I mean, I think seeking after God, in some ways, we're always seeking after God. Yeah, yeah. Although we don't know it, I think. Um,
1: right. C.S. If we're Lewis- wrestling or struggling in any way, we're seeking, right? I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, I'm trying to remember. There's a C.S. Lewis quote along those lines about even, yeah, someone... Going, you know, engaging with a prostitute is really seeking God. I don't know. I'm messing it up. I'm butchering the quote. Really, <laughs> I'm going to so, find it before the end of the podcast. Yeah. So yeah. If if anyone has that, you can you can figure it out for me. You can send it to us. But anyway, I think we're always kind of seeking God. To me, I, it's funny. I just went back to the first one of trusting a Christian, mm-hmm. and I just thought growing up that's what I had. And you know, and again, I know there's a lot of people who are mad at the church or angry at the church because you know of hurt, and that does happen. And a lot of times it's because people who were in authority hurt them yeah um but for me it was you know just again a catholic environment catholic school environment you know i trusted my mom you know as a witness my grandfather again teachers you know i was an altar boy i i I don't know just it was I, i easily more easily trust in faith because of the environment and culture i grew up in and which again is a good reminder to us that faith is a gift no one, you know, I think Mm. faith is a gift. It's something we receive. It's a theological virtue. It comes from God Mm -hmm. that we have received and passed on from other people and having some of those positive relationships and of understanding that other people, and this kind of leaks into something else would say, you know, that we want to understand the story behind what people have. There's always a story when people do not necessarily agree or believe in the faith. Mm. It's a lot of times there's something behind that. It's not just they don't believe because they're trying to you know, be difficult or not right. believe. They right. just, there's a story behind that. So I guess that kind of goes next and just enjoy the conversations. Uh, I, I've I've enjoyed the opportunity to connect. Again, I think especially not having the weekends to connect with people, Yeah. you know, standing out there as I would and connect with people, right. to be able to hear people's stories and really listen to other people um, has been really good for me. Anything yeah. else?
1: I mean, I just love... Uh- I don't love that people are struggling, but I love listening to their struggles because I know that speaking that out loud is getting them one step closer to, to Christ and if that's the environment that we're in. And we pray together at the end and we pray for those struggles, even if they're not asking. And so I, I do love hearing people's stories too. And, and um, if they're struggling and wrestling and seeking God, then I can easily relate. So um, I, I've loved the conversations that we've been having.
2: Yeah, so one of the things they talk about is that leaders they found are are good are are humble. So they want to learn. Um, they're teachable, um, or humble. Like it's not about me. Sh- I guess I should put it this way: teachable is they want to learn. Humble is they want they they're not trying to tell you shove something down their throat or yes. like I know all the answers and you don't. Right. Uh, and you know, curious again. I think the curiosity is especially about learning about people mm-hmm. and what is their story. Yep. And then intentional. Uh, and they said just leaders great leaders ask great questions. Yeah. Great I this,
1: follow-up questions too.
2: Yeah. The the what and how the the way you ask the questions is very important like I thought it was very important to say what led you to that belief right or Instead what of why why do you believe that <laughs> yes it
1: sounds insulting and judgmental
2: yeah or how did you come to that conclusion right that's okay okay yeah. tell me the story behind that yeah. why are you like that yeah why are you so messed up you know like yeah. that's the kind of thing <laughs> right um i think that's just a real good and again that's a really good thing to know about any kind of relationships right not just in, in relationships in which people are new to faith um yeah and i just should point out that faith
1: yeah I I, will. Yeah. Most of these guys are struggling with faith. Some of them are new, I guess. But anyway, I want to point out that it's really probably really hard for Tom to answer a question with a question. Right. Because. Well, maybe it's not too hard. No, no. I follow that point. The the point is that we probably have some answers to what these people are asking. And we don't want to just answer like, oh, well, I can tell you the reason that we do annulments that way. Let me tell you about that. But answering a question with a question, you kind of lead people and they're going to they're going to learn way more if you lead them to an answer rather than just tell them the answer.
2: Yeah, I, I think so. I think we might exactly we might know why it's done like that. But I mean, there was a good example of this where he said, ask the question, you know, and I actually asked the question one I was on. Someone was in our group was kind of talking about annulments. Mm hmm. And, and obviously, the way people often bring these things up that are very personal is they bring them up like they're out there.
1: Like a general thing.
2: Yes. And like annulments. And I yeah. Don't, you, you know, know what I don't uh, like
1: about the Catholic Church? Yeah. I
2: don't like annulments and how annulments. And I'm like, oh, did someone you know have an annulment? Mm. You know, oh, I did. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I'm glad I didn't try to like defend annulments before there. And, and I right. could. And also, I, there's issues there too. I, I'd agree. But anyway, I didn't try to defend that mm-hmm. because. It's the personal part, right? Yeah. That's what's It's her personal
1: story. How are you going to defend it? It's her personal story. She's yeah. offended by it in some way or was or the person doing it didn't do it well or whatever it what might have been, right?
2: Exactly. And so I don't know that specific thing. And so, again, we went into the story behind the story. Um, and actually, in our same group, Mia found out, I, I had a miss this, this past week, as, as you know, computer issues. And um, Mia found out, like, the guy been talking about things and then suddenly she connected that she'd been praying for him before, before even know, but she didn't know that till she heard more of his story. Wow. Uh, cause a, a friend of hers, he works with her you Oh, know, in the parish. So my it's pretty cool. Goodness. Yeah. So I
1: love hearing stories like that.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I think just understanding the story behind the story mm-hmm. and helping people come to faith is, is so, so important. And that builds the trust, right? If, yes. if I, if you hear my story and don't judge me, then, um, I'm going to, I'm going to trust you, and then I, I kind of like again, as they say, in their, we're trying to be their guide.
1: Yeah, the guide. Um, Don Miller talks about being the guide. Yes. In a story, you yes. don't want to be the villain. You don't want to be the hero. You <laughs> don't
2: want to be the villain, right?
1: But you don't even want to be the hero. You want to be the guide. Yes. Yeah.
2: You're the hero in your story. Right. Um,
1: you want to be the guide, and well, we want to be the guide yeah. in other people's stories. Yeah. Good stuff. We'll be right
0: back uh, after this break. Did you know that Rebuilt is now available as an audiobook? Hear the compelling and inspiring story of how Father Michael and Tom brought their parish back to life in the voices of the authors themselves. Understand the vision and strategies that made Nativity a church of growing disciples, growing disciples. Cardinal Timothy Dolan said about Rebuilt, if you love your parish, read this book. But now you can listen to it, too. You can find Rebuilt in audiobook format on audible.com. Just search for Rebuilt and listen away.
1: Welcome back to the Rebuilt podcast. Tom and I have been talking about the new program, Starting Point. We just want to wrap up with a final lesson that we have been learning, a couple things that have been disappointing and maybe a couple things we could have done differently. Um, Tom, I do think that if everybody had the book the discussion guide it would be more helpful okay so I want to send everybody a discussion guide next time or require that they buy it or something something like that yeah
2: okay. I've not even looked at the book <laughs>
0: but, so. it's really good
1: like, for except for the questions I haven't even looked at the yeah book. yeah the the <laughs> writing in the book like there's just a short little chapter before there's uh discussion questions and the writing is different than what the is video presented. is, yep. and so it's just really helpful, and it, but it just backs up what is being. Yeah, presented. well, you got to be changing good. people's thinking. Yeah, yeah so that's. More and helpful. so for them to have something to write in and to underline, I just think it would be helpful. Yeah, that
2: is good. That is good. Uh, continue more participation. I mean, we—I we, don't know. We tried to prepare for what we were hoping 150 people would oh sign. Oh my up. gosh,
1: we were so excited.
2: <laughs> and so um uh, that is just something like and and we're okay look we're like whatever we do we're just trying it and i yeah. think that is the way you got to be at it but i would have liked those seen a little bit more people yeah with 32
1: sign people sign up okay
2: and then we had you know not everybody came and that right. kind of thing so we've kind of about 20 has kind of been around yeah been yep and we had we lost the one tim that was like <sighs> the kind of quintessential person we were looking yeah. for right
1: yep he came the first week our timonium tim came the first week and and it's just interesting to see, like, the leaders just loved it. They're like, this guy <laughs> is so great. He's Tim. And so it's just interesting our reaction to his lack of faith, I guess. Was very interesting. We were all so excited about. We were excited well, for him. He trying to reach, right? Yeah,
2: and he right. stayed connected, but just he has, did
1: stay connected for a couple of weeks. He was emailing me why he why he missed. So maybe we'll get him next time. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna invite him directly when we do this next and time. And we
2: had talked about in that first we shared about so you know I I'm, I it was from First Corinthians I believe about so and so sowed the seeds, someone else watered it. God oh, used yeah. the growth, and yeah. so we don't know what's gonna do, but. Anyway, we yep. would like to have seen probably a little bit more people have been a little yeah. bit more on the, you know, we talked about the negative six, the positive three, as you said, most mm-hmm. people are pretty much probably in the positive three range, although it's feeding them. It's helping them. So yeah, like, absolutely. But there is like, you want the, the really lost person.
1: Wow, I, <laughs> yeah. Funny. Why why is that though? <laughs> just Because you just see, like, you want to see like seeing their transformation. Yeah. yeah,
2: And so, um, but you know, one thing we didn't mention of major win, I think is our own leaders that they've enjoyed it and grown. Oh man. It was yeah. awesome last, we did like a, a check-in and midway through and everyone's like, Oh, I love this. I want to keep doing it. So that just always does tell you something that is one, something when you start a new initiative, that will tell you if the leaders are like, I can't wait till this is over. Well, then (laughs) either you really got to rethink it completely or cut it. But all our leaders are like, no, I'm so grateful for doing this. I want to keep doing it. So yeah, that that's been a major win. Yes. Um, Great
1: leaders. They're, they're into it. And there, and you asked a couple, I just thought this was really interesting. Tom asked a couple people who aren't participating elsewhere in ministry and, and they, they're just, they're great and they're yeah. loving it. So. Yeah.
2: And some were people I knew had dabbled a little bit, but knew, yeah. knew they had a lot more capacity. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Good stuff. All right. Well, what are next steps for a program like starting point? We think that the next step is that these people would join a small group.
2: Yeah. Or continue as a small group, appoint somebody to yeah. be a leader of a small group or kind of position them. That we're we're still figuring that out. So again, yeah, it's kind of ready, fire, aim. Well, I have a
1: leader ready to go. Okay, good, yeah. (laughs) So I asked her when we were on the call last week. I'm like, hey, we should lead a group together. Lead this group together. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh, good. So we need a guy. We need one more. We need a guy. So, but yeah, so we, we think that's the next step. And so, hey, thanks for joining us today on the Rebuilt Podcast. And if you have any questions, feel free to email Tom or, or me, Kelly, and our emails are on the staff website at churchnativity.com. Tom, do you want to wrap us up and lead us out in prayer? Sure.
2: In uh, the name of the Father, yeah. Son, and Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, Father, we thank you that we do know you, that you have given us the gift of faith. And we realize, Lord, it is a gift, that we have received it, we can't earn it. Uh, Again, all we can do is receive it and then pass it on to others. And God, we pray, help us create environments in which those who have questions about faith, who are far from you, who don't have a relationship with your son, can come and ask those questions, and we can draw them closer to you. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen.
1: Amen.